Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 51. This week's guest is Kai Lewis. Kai comes to talk to us about photography, um, alternative processes, slow image making, cycles of growth, decay, and landscapes. Podcast. This is uh, show fifty-one. Andrew. Yes, mate. How are you? Very well. Good. Yeah. Show fifty-one. Eh. Fantastic. Fifty-one. It's well, nearly. We're, we're nearly as old as me. Not nearly. <laughs> we have the we have the famous Andrew Bartram, the multi-show talented uh, podcaster. Yeah, I did feel a little bit guilty about um, about two timing you with Simon Forster. That's all right. I'm gonna listen to the show later. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. Um, so. so that large format stuff, when you start thinking about it, is such a massive topic. Topic we were planning on putting a show out every month, but I think we're probably going to do it at least every fortnight. We'll see. You know, yeah. every two weeks. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so this week, who do we have visiting us this week, Andrew? Would you like me to introduce her? Yeah, go ahead. Well, we're delighted to be joined by Kai Lewis, who's, uh, quotes, an interdisciplinary artist photographer, traditional and alternative processes. Uh, mm. Cycles of growth, decay, and landscape. There you Fantastic. go. Hello, Kai. Hi, Kai. Hi everyone, lovely to be here. <laughs> and in, and in the spirit of an all UK show guest, a guest, I guess I have a, a cup of mm, Earl Grey tea, <laughs> <laughs> cup of Rosie. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to start calling the show uh, an hour with Earl Grey. <laughs> but you haven't put you haven't put cream in it, have you? I put a little bit. No, no, don't I'm put cream in it. No, I'm you not can a milk put... fan. I'm not a milk fan. Yeah, you so. can put milk in it. I drink Earl Grey tea with milk, uh, but don't put cream in it. Not not the kind of cream you guys are thinking about. We don't drink milk, so it's actually uh, like S- some processed. Oh, like what are you cream. doing? It's good. It's yes, not out of a, a can, is it? You're no, such a, you're no, such no, a no. heathen. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. Oh, you haven't put condensed, condensed milk in it. Have you? No, come on. Give me a little bit of credit. Jeez. <laughs> it's decaffeinated too. Is that is it okay? Oh. Well, I don't know so why you're bothering me. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to over caffeinate yourself, yeah. do you, Kai? No, yeah, no, certainly not at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So, what have you got into this last this last week, Andrew? I got. Uh, I went out and finished shooting. With my camera I got from James. And that lovely four by five. Yep, and that puppy is wide. I mean really wide. So I got to go back out and try and shoot a few things again, actually, because I was like really close to him and I was like, There's no way I, you know, I'm gonna get all this in and <laughs> and my little trident guy, uh, King Neptune, I'll post that picture. Uh I'd use the re- the rise pinholes just to see and uh Man, I'm gonna have to get closer. And I was like a, I was like a foot or two away from this thing, and it's a humongous, probably ten feet tall King Neptune at a uh, uh, statue at like the local dive center, you know, scuba mm-hmm. diving center. 
Yeah. And people stand in front of it, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, wow. I was like, man, this thing is it's crazy wide. So. When you get a new camera or you make a new camera, do you go to the same place each time to try it out and see how it compares uh, with other stuff? Yeah, I do. I normally do. Um, I have that pile of rocks over on the beach at uh, Fort Macon State Park that I go to. I didn't make it over there. Um, so I need to go shoot over there with that too. And that would have told me, <laughs> you know, right off the bat that what the deal was. But What about you, Kai? When you're, because you make lots of cameras, I know. Do you do you have favorite places that you go back to time and again? Uh, well, initially, I'll I'll just take it out into the garden. Mm -hmm. It's easier. Uh, yeah. I've got things out there that I'll do and then I can process it straight away. But uh, yeah, I suppose, you know, I'll disappear off to the allotment or go up to the Thames and, uh, you know, do something along there. Allotments are great, aren't they? They're great. Have you ever done a, photo <laughs> a photographic study of allotments? And, and more importantly, the folks who, the old, the old people, because they tend to be old, generally, oh. the, old boys, <laughs> the old boys who dig the ground over. Getting that way. Um, yeah. I, yes, I have. Uh, I've, uh, well, I've done more of uh, that than I've actually done of growing. Um, but probably the last couple of years, I think certainly been working on a, an ongoing project uh, whether or not it was just documenting the site or doing sort of dibbling about you know making things putting things out there like solar graphs and uh, just I just yeah you could, you, I, could, I, you could combine lens based portraits you know nice lens based portraits of the guys and girls who run who who dig their gardens in these allotments you could combine those with more sort of weird esoteric pinholey solography type works couldn't you and you could oh, that, that that would be a great balance of stuff for a project yeah i think a lot of them would be up for it as well hmm. they they know what i get up to on the site and they're quite accommodating there's some great communities that build up in allotments do you know what we're talking about with allotments do you use that term in the states cory what do you mean like a like a community garden or a little yeah. Of land? yeah yeah like in warboys where i live there's just on the outskirts there's some land which is i guess it was originally sort of communally owned by the village i'm not really sure but you can go to the parish our parish council and pay it's a very small amount i want to say 10 pounds a year or something it's very very small amount and you can have a plot and you yeah. can go and you know plant your spuds and stuff yeah not really i mean there's um or photograph I'm, people like kai does <laughs> i'm pretty rural so <laughs> everybody has a yard but you know around the bigger cities there's community gardens you know kind of the same thing you know sure mm. yeah. yeah but i, I remember my father used to have an allotment and then my uncle did and you know they i'm sure retired guys they go there with their flask of tea and their sandwiches, and they just go there for a chin wag, you know. Oh, so that's the plan for you in a year. You're going to get a, a <laughs> pair of wellies and a garden rake, and then you're going to be out there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Man in shed, yes. <laughs> Broccoli and whatnot. Yeah. Funny enough, I think our site has probably got more women on it. Is it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, which that's is great. great. Yeah. We, we all go over there. There's a lot of creatives who disappear over there none of us probably making um you know 
You're not a veg- you're not growing a vegetable <laughs> between you, but you're all making great art. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or we're use yeah we're using it for other uh, methods because I know some people are growing for, um, uh, you know they they actually uh, crush the plants down and they will use those for dyeing and uh, yeah um, you know oh. I, I've done similar sort of things. I'll uh, make anthotypes out of the spinach and uh, whatever else is growing. Actually. Sorry, make what? Oh, anthotypes. Go on, explain uh, yourself. They are basically uh, u- using plants, um, diff- different plants, petals or leaves, uh, roots as well. They uh, crush those down and uh, mix in with, I-, I just use water. Sometimes I use even the water from the dip tank. Um, and you can also use uh, alcohol. And Sounds good. Mi- mix that up, coat some papers. Uh, and then basically expose. So you're sort of, uh, it's like doing a contact print. Some what, of them. What is there in, in, you just sort of randomly said petals and leaves. So is there something in there which is then reacting with the sunlight? In, in yeah, that, in absolutely. That... Yeah, a lot of it is about blocking the sunlight the same way as you would do a cyanotype. But the, um, I, it depends on the plant. I think uh, there was a great book by uh, Malin Fabry, came out years ago, and that she pretty much did everything. So it, it gives you an indicator as to which ones to go for, assuming mm. you're growing those. Um, but I've got an awful lot of spinach. There's different grasses. <laughs> There's uh, <laughs> chards and stuff like that. Uh, beetroots as well. I've done beetroot anthotypes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's always a, there's always a, a portion left for let's say uh, photographic purposes rather than just eating. Interesting. Well, well I've learnt something. Is it antho types? No, antho. Antho. Yeah. A n t h o. Wow. Huh. Awesome. So how yeah. did how did you, um, Kai? How did you come about? You know, getting into doing pinhole photography. Is it something that you've Done for a while or um... oh, pinhole, yeah, uh, a good. Oh, I actually really can't remember properly, but you know, obviously, I did the thing as a kid and through college, which was some time ago, right? Um, and came back to it probably about 15 20 years ago, something like that. Um, and just started making them uh, myself. Uh, started off with cat small cans uh boxes you know the usual right. and then that's that's just yeah that that's grown that's become a bit of a thing any container the house is full of containers um <laughs> <laughs> my first really successful one which is on Flickr, was the uh cashew nut can and i just that had three pinholes in so sort of equally distributed around the can wow. and then yeah, and then um, it just made, re- because it's round, I uh, had really lovely soft blends going on there. Hmm. Andrew, you made a camera out of a uh, bonbon container. What was it? Truffle cam. Truffle cam, mm. that's right. Do, have you messed around with the anamorphic uh, style? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Only a little bit so far. I need yeah. more time. <laughs> when I when I have my year off, my sabbatical, my creative sabbatical. Yeah, I've got. Um, I bought a new tin this week. It was that Illy coffee tin. Yeah, which is a metal, a metal tin with a screw top on. 
So I've got I've ordered some brass five thou brass shim and some very fine beading needles because I think that looks like the way forward for me. Poke some of these really thin beading needles through the brass shim and I'm going to be good to go. Yeah, cool. That sounds very posh. Do you? What do you use then? <clears throat> your pinholes with? Um, we have a lot of pound shops around here, so I go around and get uh, the aluminium trays. Oh right, it's okay. Quite quite stiff, not 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 thin ones. You, but, uh, are you talking about and, the ones that you put underneath it like a turkey or like a drip pan? Or yeah, something? yeah, something like that. Yeah, right. yeah. And then I'd sit there, cut those up into thousands of little pieces, <laughs> um, and then and I just use needles and then sand them down. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'll be using just needles, just really thin ones. Mm. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Probably we'll see. More accurate. Yeah. We'll see. Cool. Uh, so well, you're you're a, pr- you're a proper artist, though, Kai, aren't you? It's not just pinholes. I mean, you can draw as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Well, I've always got a sketchbook on me. Let's say, but uh, okay. Is that for sketching or for making notes or both? Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. What? Whatever, whatever comes to mind, or if I'm sitting down waiting, you know, or waiting for a train, I'll uh, I'll be drawing people on the tube. You know, it's yeah. Maybe I'm fidgety you always got to do something with my hands so that's how i am i'm the same way i started uh doing wood turning <laughs> nice i bought a little lathe and uh yeah i can see you been, doing that i've been doing that oh. yeah making chess pieces and uh i messed around and just made a a few wands for my kids you know and one of my friends was like make me one so i made him one and made his daughter one with a little sliding wooden box you know it's fun but I'm the same way. I have to be doing something, you know, like my mind shifts back and forth between this and that. And, you know, so a lot of photographers come into photography because they can't do anything else creative. But clearly well, I can't I can't draw or sculpt draw. or anything. So I'm out. Of, yeah. I'm out of all those disciplines. But working wood is creative. Yeah, I like it. Have you, yeah, all, was... have you, have you always done that then, Kai, sort of uh, sketching from a tiny girl? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That was my thing. Um, Parents at all? Were they artistically bent? Um, no, they just gave me the freedom to do that, which yeah. was great. And, awesome. and the support. So, I, you know, that was my thing all the way through school and then college, um, which was, you know, as I say, a long time ago now. But I did uh, illustration and printmaking and, you know, initially I did graphics. So I have done, yeah, a lot of different uh, sort of practices i suppose but um i just i just love being able to make stuff and make images and it, the printmaking aspect to this i suppose comes across in you know it's the processes as well is because it's the uh the same sort of thing i get from doing the photography and i still do make prints uh, i've got a tiny uh, tabletop press down in my shed so uh, nice. I disappear. So that's that's got, yeah, that's got blacked out windows at the moment. So sometimes it's dark room, sometimes it's sort of more studio. Sure. I see these um, on your Instagram. I like uh, the picture that you have. Uh, maybe they're poppies. Common oh, yeah. ground. Yeah, common, common ground. ground. Yeah, the, common the, ground. The, the, that's um, to do with your. Is that to do with your sort of allotment space? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. 
yeah i i got together uh, a couple of years ago now actually um there was two other artists on the allotment site and we decided to um produce some work uh, one was a textile artist uh linda litchfield and uh una joy she uh does printmaking and i i would i took the photography aspect and we uh put a show together and uh, exhibited that yeah. but which, everything was made you know sort of around the allotment which show was that called because i did make a note of we, we called yeah we called it common ground common the ground end. there we go yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what i like uh, written down i love the solarized look um some of them looks like they're off that they've just started to do that or is that just from uh, the lumen that's, yeah, them. no, some of them, they're, they're a mix. So some of them are lumen and they've been solarized or they've had a, a further chemical treatment on them. So I use chromoscedasic um, uh, chemicals as well. But what, the what, ones... what, 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 what? <laughs> You're blowing his mind, Kai. You, gotta you are. You're uh, blowing my mind. The, the, oh, d- don't ask me to think of the two chemicals now. Chromo, um, what was the second word? Chromo what? Chromoscedasic. It's all one word. Chromoscedasic. Wow. And of course, I've forgotten what the chemicals are for those two. But you have an activator and a stabiliser. And you're sort of messing around with the pH of the paper. And yeah, I mean, it's just a case of you're, you're painting. You're painting with that, with the chemicals and light. And it's just that sort of play, really. And that's that's what I love doing. Am I right in thinking... I know you're on the Lensless podcast and Corey mm-hmm. in particular likes to talk about pinholes, mm. but you're very much into the end result. The, you know, and, it, and pinhole is one way of getting there, but it's certainly not the yeah. final way, is it? <clears throat> no. No, I'll, I don't know. I, I enjoy the process as well. So that's, mm. it's the whole, it's the whole thing. It's the making. Certainly if I'm using pinholes, I, make the cameras i i do use bought cameras you know i've got zeros and and da vinci's and whatever but uh i also like just finding old postal tubes mint tin you know stuff like that it just anything chocolate tins although i won't be having so many of those anymore um and (laughs) uh, (laughs) and just converting them i mean i've my kids were throwing out some of their stuff and there was a there was a hello kitty tin for goodness yeah. sake uh, and it had a natural hole in it um so of course it's now yeah it's now a pinhole just use the <laughs> hole the hole that was there you just use that did you? i just use yeah. uh, no no it was it was too large but too i big. actually made yeah i made another pinhole over the top and then mm-hmm. just attach that so yeah. i did I'll post it at some point. I did a just a self-portrait with that one, just a, a nice little round tin, I'm, just as a test. I, uh, I'm jealous about people like you, Kai, who can ha- have the patience to uh, do all the, the testing and uh, doing a little bit of this and doing some of that. You know, I can't, uh, I can't commit well, to it. You know, uh, I mean, not not on the, not that I can't, but I just, just. You know, just making cameras and trying this and trying that and, you know, and doing, you know, whatnot. It just. Well, you need the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Try and squeeze it in, though. You're sort of in between doing things. If Mm -hmm. there's, you know, if I'm sitting around, I'll 
that's when it happens. You get. I never get to sit around. <laughs> no. <laughs> I watch too is. much. I watch too much Netflix. If I'm being completely honest. <laughs> but but you but you have but you with your drawings. I mean, you are extremely talented. You know, sketch artists also. I mean, like everything that you're doing on here is amazing. You know, I mean, I love it. The people on the beach, you know, and then just sitting around oh. and just kind of just you know just being everyday people, just kind of doing things. I mean, like you know, I don't, I don't, I'm jealous that you can draw because I can't draw. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a stick that, figure. That was, <laughs> that, that was a holiday. It's practice. Yeah. It's practice. Yeah, I think but, really most people could. They just need to sit down and know I, how and, I, yeah. and not think, be stressed by it. I think, Corey, <laughs> excuse I, me. I, when I was in the states a few years ago, I took a. I, took a notebook with me and I was kind of journaling stuff mainly so I could remember where we'd been and each each day I, I did a little map in the in the in the book so I could work mm. out where we were going and I did some sketches and at, we were in Archers National Park in the, near Moab and I sketched Delicate Arch which is a real famous one and I and I was pretty impressed and I can't draw for toffees <laughs> but actually well, do you know let's what see it. let's Get, see it. Should... put it up Andrew post it I will do later. <laughs> no, but it was fine, you know, and you should just have a go, I think. I think everyone should just have yeah, a go. Yeah, absolutely. And don't and you know something, the worst thing is if you've got a brand new sketchbook because you don't want to sully those first pages. Oh yeah, just sort of you know just just draw on anything, absolutely anything. Don't, don't just don't worry but even with a biro, you know, you just scribble away, just get used to making marks. Yeah. Well, it's the same with film and everything else. I mean, look how much film we've, paper we've burned through to get <laughs> what small amount of, of, of work that you consider to be, you know, dust, re representative of you as an artist, you know what I mean? And like rolls big, and rolls. Big <laughs> dustbins. We all have big dustbins. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So the work you're doing, Kai, with uh, grasses. Um, yeah. Is this this is an ongoing project? I want to say, or is this what you're calling organic, or is that is that? An... Yeah, it's it's organic in many respects, but I I, I want to draw it to a close within this year, certainly, um, and I'm getting towards. I think I'm getting towards that. There's an awful lot that is not posted at all. Um, you know, there's I only have so much time to do all the scanning and everything like that. You know, um, but. In theory, I would like to actually show this, um, make a book. So th there's a couple of books in the pipeline for two different projects as I'm sort of working on a couple of things. But this one, yeah, yeah, the, the common ground, it's sort of got, there's a sub... Uh, it's all grass from, from your allotment again, isn't it? Well, it's... Yeah, it's it's cooch grass, which because I'm not doing an awful lot of digging... Um, and <laughs> It's what kind of grass? We need... It takes over. So yeah. I, I thought I might. It's because she's not it. growing vegetables, Corey. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, you know. C O U C H grass. <laughs> C O U. Is it pronounced cooch? It looks like couch, but anyway, couch grass, it's, cooch grass. Well, I don't. Well, it's that's the way everybody on our plot. Um, cooch. Calls it. Yeah. So. Mm. So it, it has a yeah strong will. Let's say. Um, but, yeah, I'm working on something at the moment with the grass, uh, you know, in, in, a, in an anthotype vein, let's say. Hmm. So we'll see where that one goes. Okay. But the, this, yeah, I, you know, the, the, the Common Ground project has 
another sort of subset of something called ephemera botanica, which is when I actually, I, I do an awful lot that um, is on site. So, you know, I can be, I can be um, prepping, you know, certain prints. I've got large sheets of plastic and glass over there. So I'll actually do contact stuff directly on site. While that's doing, I'll, I'll then actually do some seed planting or digging. Uh, you know, so th there's, yeah, th there's uh, interesting things afoot. Sure. I like these um, on, the, on your zero and toy section on your webpage, how you're taking the two frames and making one panoramic in it. Oh, yes. Um, uh, I wanted to try that with my uh, doing it with four by five. Yeah. Let's see how it works. Yeah, that I can't find them at the moment, but um, yeah, they, they are usually in the zero. That's 120 film. Yep. So I literally just, you know, I'm winding onto the next frame and just moving along pretty right. much the same as I used to do with uh, Holgers um, and do big Holgeramas. Holgerama. A holgerama as opposed to a panorama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can I've seen people a few people I follow on Flickr who uh use the holger very creatively and you, you by uh, sort of moving it incrementally, you know, and making another exposure and then click click That's and right, that. yeah. And then gradually I think probably are you moving the camera at the same time? I can't remember. You end up with a long stretched image made up of yeah. little ch chunks, really, little sort of vertical sections. Yeah, so you're not actually winding onto the next, what would be the next frame. Frame, so you're no, just of, a little bit. Yeah, I, I used to sort of wind on, depending on what it was, I'd sort of work out uh, what the landscape was like. And it would be between 10 and 15 sort of clicks. When you, when you, do you remember when your Holger clicks yeah, as you yep. wind on? Yeah. So that would give me an idea of how much to move along. Yeah. And then, and then I'd turn or or step across a bit, you know, right? Just just to make sure it didn't look too distorted. Cool. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's about sometimes we can get too. We all have our well, we don't all, but you know, we have our pinhole assist apps, and we're trying to be terrible. We're all worried about reciprocity curves, but actually, you know what? Go out there and play with your Holger. Go out there and uh, play yeah. with your pinhole. I mean, I, I had mine with me yesterday in a little photo walk, and I didn't get my um, pinhole assist app out once. You know, I was doing some intern, I was doing some portraits in a little cafe. I had all the, the guys I was with all lined up, and the sun was coming through the window. And I thought, well, there's no way I'm going to even have a begin to know what what this scene should be. But I just used the force, you know, <laughs> and developed those negatives, and they're fine. I'm going to get some nice pictures from them. Nice, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you've just got to... Play, Yeah, exactly. And I was very struck by your dead birds because on this roll of film, <laughs> roll of film I developed, developed yesterday... Not literally. <laughs> I, um, I, I remembered that I'd done some pinhole studies of a dead pigeon I found outside my, outside my drive. And this was a, it was very hard to know what the pigeon had died of because it didn't seem to have been run over. Uh, and it was... And it was really rather beautiful as it laid on the uh, mm. on the road, and I took my I got some really strange looks from people walking past, but I got my reality pinhole camera, and I just 
put this thing right close to different parts of the bird. And as I was exposing the film, so the wings would be caught in the wind and it would flutter, you know? Oh, lovely. Uh, well, yeah. to me, anyway. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, know why I, I understand that. <laughs> but you, you had a swallow hit your window or something and you... Of course, well, deci- decided to lay it on a bit of photographic paper. Well, as you of would. course, that that was that was a holiday in Norway, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it had hit. It, it had done exactly that. Hit the window. Uh, <laughs> when we came back later that evening, uh, I found it in front. Poor thing. Yeah. So of course, instead of burying it, I put it on some paper. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, that's that's the least of it. I have. Yeah, I, I started I started doing things like that uh, some years ago. Uh, I got more interested in... I, I used to do an awful lot of lumen prints and, yeah, lots of botanicals and everything, and I ended up getting more interested in what else was captured <laughs> in with the plants. And so, you know, it went from small insects. Uh, it sort of got larger and larger, so up to mice, um, Ooh, cats. Wow. Um, Dogs? I haven't had a dog. <laughs> uh, I, I, I missed a fox. Do you get through I, a I lot keep... of pets? Do you have, do you have <laughs> like a high wait... turnover of Labradors or something? <laughs> Waiting for our cat. <laughs> yeah, come on, cat. How, how old are you now? Uh, he's, how selfish he's can well you out be? Of the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I know the, the way. She, I know um, the way. My mistress keeps looking at me in that way. Why is she looking at me like that? <laughs> Ch- chasing me around the room with photographic paper. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah. No, actually, the largest thing uh, has been a deer. Oh, um, I was looking at that a few minutes ago. Actually, I was. Yeah. Is that on Instagram? I've not found that. Well, well no. I, uh, where is that? Is that on my? I think that's, that's on, on my website. Web, website under uh, galleries, cameraless. Uh, oh yeah, prints. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Um, that that uh, that. I had a, a lot of uh, really good friends that will ring me up or, you know, offer. Offer corpses. Dead animals. Um, <laughs> dead animals. Um, or, or I'll get a call saying, hey, there's a fox down the road or, you know, in the gutter or something. But, yeah, I mean, this is pretty much mostly roadkill. And that poor deer had been hit. It was only a fawn. Yeah. And I would never have been able to lift the thing up if it had been a full-size deer. I was going to say, that's a big piece of paper. That was a full-size it, deer. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wow. was, what sort of paper was that? Was that just a roll of traditional paper or did you coat it with something? No, that was uh, traditional paper. That was um, an expired, uh, I think it was an Ilford, but it was about 24 by something. And uh, that. Because you can buy was... the Ilford paper on rolls, can't you? You know, I've seen, you know, or any yeah. photographic paper, you can get it on rolls. Yeah, get which really would be long. ideal. Yeah. Yeah. You could do some self portraits by light. Has anyone ever? They must, people must have done that, laid on photographic paper and. Uh, yeah, they have. I was just thinking that. they being chased by all the animals I've collected. <laughs> sure. Come back later. There's got so to be a pro- there's got to be a project somewhere <laughs> with coating your get a large sheet of wallpaper uh, paper up on the reverse side, coating it with your plant material from your allotment and then mm-hmm. link, linking yourself to it by laying parts of your body over it how about that i don't take any commission it's fine you can have my ideas 
No, that'll be the next one. <laughs> I could tell by your silence you weren't at all impressed by my idea. <laughs> no. Who's this fool I'm talking to? I have I have uh, coated some I have coated large pieces of uh, cloth, but mm-hmm. I I haven't laid laid down myself. I've uh, roped in one of the kids and uh, they've had to do it for 25 minutes. Yeah. So Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's that, like, that was cyanotypes. Yeah. It's like Kath was talking about doing her long uh, exposures of herself most of the time, and she's like, oh, just take a Kath, nap. Kath can't. can't. Yeah. Mm. yeah, she would fall asleep sometimes. <laughs> she's taking a nap for half pictures. an hour. And... <laughs> so uh, I see, uh, Kai, you're exhibiting with some people we know who've been on the show. So in, in Heidelberg, in coming up shortly. End of end of April. Yes, that's so. Who uh, do I recognise on there? Lena Lena Kohlberg, who's been on. Yeah. Um, Kai Lewis, who's been on. Jeff yeah, McConnell. Jeff, Jeff, yeah. And oh, yeah. I did. It's Marcus. In, I did post a. I did post on the Facebook group about maybe getting in touch with some of these other folks, and I don't know whether it was you or Lena. Somebody came back and suggested another name who they were in touch with. Oh, Mauricio, yeah. Is that who it was? Was that you? Yeah. Okay, Mauricio Zapata. 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 Yeah, that was him. Okay, we'll have to... Mauricio, if you're listening, (laughs) don't hold back, brother. We haven't had a... I don't think we've had a Brazilian. Oh, we had Andre Dominguez, but he doesn't count really as a Brazilian. (laughs) He's an LA. So what's... um, This sounds... So this is the art of pinhole photography. Tell us about this particular exhibition, what you know about it. Oh, what do I know about? So, uh, well, I mean, Marcus uh, asked me to join in with everybody else. And, uh, yeah, just it's uh, I'm honoured to actually go over there. And Mm. uh, this is the Solographic Germination Project. I'm not altogether sure where he saw it. Um, It's it's sort of been doing the rounds a little bit. Um, Bizarre project. I know pinhole and it's um, most ridiculous probably again solographic germination no I can see that's one of your hashtags in yep okay yeah I've got some uh, they're sort of scattered there's some on Instagram and I think on my site um, they they're basically solographs but I was doing I, I was interested in showing the uh the influence of uh, you know sort of environmental conditions um, on the on the contents of the of the pots, and I had seeded each of the cameras before putting them out. Uh, added a little bit of water, uh, photo paper, um, <laughs> gave them a good mix. Put put, uh, put tw- I think it was twenty six pots out in all. Wow. And got twenty four of them back, which was pretty good going, really. When you say pots, what what, what do you? They were just the film pots. Okay, film pots. Yep. Yeah, just just black film pots. Uh, mostly, I mean, that I used those because they were discreet. I could mm. put them in places, and people uh, won't think they're bombs, would they? Really? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there are certainly some on your uh, Instagram from June two thousand eighteen that. Somebody called Pinhole Cannon has liked. So uh-huh. I'll yeah. like it as well. 
and they're very colorful. Uh, I can see a tree, <laughs> and I can There's... see maybe I can see maybe a which uh, ones? A, oh, I don't know. Go down the Instagram side, but they're very right. colorful and wavy. The and solographs, you colors. Mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they're called solar, like... solographic germination is a hashtag. Oh yeah, Proge project following a double durational study of both sun and growth and how the environmental conditions mm -hmm. affect the outcomes. I love it. I think it's awesome. Very beautiful. They're, they're on my website. I found the page Very as well. Beautiful. So if you, yeah, so they're under pinholes and then solographic. There's one, mm -hmm. yes, so, so this one's a bit more recognisable. This is beautiful. There's like a recognisable tree, and then you've got some solar um, lines going around in a curve, and then you've got some sort of what you know, almost looks like sunlight on the bottom. They're, they are lovely. Yes, that, thanks. They're, they're, pinhole they're cannon, pinhole, 60 pinhole days. Like so. 60 days, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised Marcus got hold of these, because they, <laughs> right. they are good it. So many, so many wonderful people we've had on the show with so many wonderful ideas to stimulate. And we, we get a lot of feedback from the Lensless Podcast Facebook group about how people are getting fired up to do things with pinhole cameras, largely based <laughs> upon the fantastic guests we have on. So thank you. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Is that your, the solography thing is, is, is that just a sort of ongoing passion for you? Do you, yeah, I've you done it for your... many years. Yeah, I, yeah. I used to um, I used to do workshops. I think it was when I first heard about Taja Trigg doing it, and uh, many many years back when I was on uh, the the Lomo site actually, and I started then doing workshops with kids and uh, you know sort of on on uh, nature reserves, and they'd leave them out. Of course, they they put them out in the winter. When, when you sort of could access places. And by the time we came out to take them in in the summer, um, <laughs> it, the brambles and yeah. everything you had to wade through. But, uh, it, yeah, it's just something that was really interesting. But I, I, I wanted a bit more from it, and I wanted to start messing around with them in a sort of a more abstract way. So th this series just came out of that. I, I liked that bizarre effects you know especially when the emulsion starts uh, getting damaged right well that's really the i mean that's marcus um marco Amisovic, who came on the show a while ago is do has got a similar fascination with the way the landscape affects his images i think i think if i understood him correctly in my memory is not deceiving me he was leaving paper out in the landscape in his very latest very abstract work if you mm. look at Marco Amesovic's, any find him anywhere on Instagram or Twitter, you'll see the stuff he's putting out now, um, which uh, is with a similar sort of thought process behind it. I think. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. So people have done that for a while. You know, it's yeah. just or, or or burying film, even you know, right. sort of the old film soup and stuff like that so. yeah i'm familiar with so. using various bodily fluids to soak your uh, <laughs> film in <laughs> you, other, you should others. you should start soaking your film of paper and the bodily fluids from your road kills <laughs> yeah. believe me well uh, uh, it's pretty much mm. what happens blood I've been yeah. Yeah. blood someone i remember 
on the Sunny 16 podcast, I think they were talking about somebody who was using blood to soak into their film. Mm. So mm. a lot of our guests recently, uh, Kai, I've been kind of asking this question, but you seem to do a lot of your photography pretty close to your house. Uh, certainly at the moment, yeah. I yeah. Mean, you're still, it's a lot easier. Yeah, sure. But you're not traveling a lot and... Well, I have, I mean, obviously the holidays and everything. I'm not traveling to make images as such, but I will make images when I travel. Sure. So, you know, if I'm going on holidays, which, you know, I was lucky I had quite a few uh, last year. So, you know, I haven't processed an awful lot of those. I'm really in the middle of catching up and I have at least well there's 30 or 40 rolls of film to go through yet wow. um so that's you know yeah that, that that's a, an awful lot a bit of a backlog for me cool. but there's there's the ones that i have processed are far from being enlarged or scanned or, you know in any way and there's there's an awful lot of those there's yeah hundreds of those so I'm I'm quite prolific in production, but uh, it it doesn't quite get <laughs> out there. As a, as all of us are, I'm sure we all have a backlog yeah. somewhere of something, <laughs> except for Andrew because he's getting ready to retire and he has a whole year to do it. So, <laughs> Kai, you um, I, I made some notes. I'm just ignoring him, as you can tell. I made some <laughs> notes, and so I'd written down here: artist in residence, State Hill. Ecology Park, Rotherhithe. Uh, this was under projects and collaborations, and we're always mm. very keen to explore projects and see what folk have, have been up to. So this is fairly recent. You, uh, I've always fancied being an artist in residence. I think I would have made it if I ever get offered to be an artist in residence. Piss artist in residence, maybe that's about <laughs> all I can think of. So, well, that, Kai, what, what, was, going, what was going on? To, to find what, a, a local artist? pub. Or yeah. brewery, yes. I have to yeah. be the old man with my ferrets in the corner. <laughs> oh, yes, he's our piss artist in residence. <laughs> piss, piss artist. Piss Watch artist, out, he'll, he'll send those marmots up your trousers if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah. Cory will be bleeping out the slightly rude words. So, you, you were an artist in residence. Somewhere in Rotherhithe. Yeah, yeah, that's on the uh, peninsula in London. Um, so it's called Stave Hill, and it's an ecology park. And it was basi- it basically uh, had its 30-year um, anniversary, uh, 2016. And it, was, it, it, it came about because the... Um, I don't know if you know the area at all, but it was, it, it was all Docklands. It was, it was the it was the docks, so all of the spoil and everything was literally chucked into these docks, uh, filled it up, and there was uh, locally there's a, a mound called called Stave Hill, and it is literally um, the highest point <clears throat> there, and you can see the city um, and Canary Wharf, and uh, below that it's the most wonderful. Um, sort of nature reserve it's a really special place uh you, you wouldn't realize that you, you were so close to london uh you can just you know sort of disappear off into various parts of the the uh, uh the undergrowth that sounds great but um <laughs> scary away <laughs> yeah yeah but uh you know the actual the, the ecology center itself 
um, is in such nice surroundings. And uh, yeah, so I had been doing work with a sound camp and sound tent, which was a, a beginning of April. They normally um, come together and do a global sound event whereby people have uh, set up uh, listening devices for 24 hours. And so, you know, those, you, you can hear the most amazing things. You know, that's, that's out online if you put sound tent in. Um, so I, I'd always been taking uh, photographs for them, documenting what was going on in a, in a, you know, in my usual sort of bizarre way with pinholes and sort of doing contact work with cyanotypes and everything. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up doing this residency, which came about from that. So there were certain events during the year and, you know, just sort of producing some, you know, some work for them. And, did you uh, did you have to sort of sit in an old hut in the corner somewhere and people would point you out and say, that's our artist in residence. Yeah, <laughs> well, She's over that? there. <laughs> Mondays and Wednesdays from two to ten. Uh, two, yeah, put, two to four. Put a, put a penny in the slot and she'll perform for you. Yeah, I, I just pass, pass them a, a lumen print or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, so uh, <clears throat> I wasn't there all the time. Um but when I went back, you know, artist. Sort of big... So you were an artist, not in residence. I, I, I was. I was. <laughs> absolutely. Did you have a sign up saying "artist not yeah. in residence"? <laughs> an absent artist in residence. I'm being a bit flippant with you, but I'm I'm really full <laughs> no, of admiration. Really. <laughs> there were days when it was freezing, absolutely freezing. But uh, you know, you sort of it, it depended on the event. You know, there's, some of the I do remember there was one um, part of it there was I was doing some pinhole exposures um, and it was so dark cold and dank it was the exposure was an hour and I just left because I I use paper and I just left this uh, to get on with it and went off and did something else but uh, I think the most fun thing I did there was the uh, uh, oral histories um and i was doing portraits pinhole portraits so of course people were sitting there for the exposures were about well it it varied but on average about 12 minutes or so um and of course they're chatting and moving their heads and you know sort of fidgeting so you've got this yeah unusual set of portraits a few of these uh they if they sat still, really still for a while. <laughs> if I'm looking at the ones on the on your web page, uh, yeah, yeah, they, some some of them did. Yeah, yeah. They, are these are this is all these are all four by five paper, five by four. Yeah, paper? yeah, yeah, just at Ilford. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then I developed them uh, on on site. Uh, there was a well, just just a small. Uh, what are they? Shipping containers. There's one of their offices is. Uh, one of those so i knew that was going to be dark so disappeared off into the the loos in there and right sort of stand up deving oh awesome the other lovely project particularly the image right at the top if you go on to your folks if you go on to kyle lewis's website kylelewis.co.uk and go under projects there's one called obsolete and discontinued so this was maybe a little bit earlier than what we've just been talking about or similar time 
similar sort of time um just yeah yeah it started off it was slightly earlier now i i had i was still doing an awful lot of lumen prints but uh yeah mike's project came about because um, he was given some photo paper mike crawford gentleman mike crawford, mike crawford. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm not familiar and, with mike yeah lightbox uh gallery so um not gallery sorry uh lightbox photographic oh okay um, yeah yeah all right yeah yeah yeah, and he he does an awful lot actually, and he's a, a photographer in his own right. But he's he prints for some rather well-known photographers. And uh, anyway, he he'd been given this all this paper, and rather it being than being thrown away, he um, redistributed. And uh, awesome. you know, it was it was great. I I had. Uh, Five sheets of um, Agfa Bravira, so yep. not not a great deal. And at the time, <laughs> at the time, I'd just acquired a crow. So uh, of course, <laughs> you mean a, de- just, a dead one, <laughs> a, de- a dead crow. So of course, I couldn't resist. Ah, <laughs> um, right. oh, that's what uh, I'm looking at. I think that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, come on, Andrew. Haven't you ever seen a dead crow before? Jeez. <laughs> uh, I can it see was, now. Was... You, I can kind of see a beak, maybe a beak and some feathers and stuff. Yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's it. So it's looking uh, a bit dishevelled at that point. Um, What's the very last picture in that series? A grub or something? It looks like a uh, worm uh, or. Um, yeah, well, what usually comes with corpses? Oh yeah. Are, gotcha. um... Okay. Enough <laughs> said. Yeah. It's a maggot. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. it is. But but that's that, that's what was so fascinating though the fact that 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 maggot was obviously wasn't that big. Um, but it's incredible what the picture, what that paper will pick up. Yeah, sure. So you know, I get to scan these things um, after they've had a good wash down. I was going to say, aren't they smelling? My God, <laughs> they still smell. They smell of death no matter what. Uh, it, you can't get away from that. I, I can open my plan chest and uh, it's rank. So a lot of the time I will, if I'm if I'm selling any of these, I will then make copies, you know, unless somebody really wants the original. Um, stinky prints. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because this well, one with the bird. Fully, with the, fully with interactive. The, Scratch yeah. and sniff. <laughs> Scratch yeah. and sniff. Mm, smell yeah. like this, bird. These ones with the, where you can clearly see the bird's feathers yeah. and the beak and everything, they're, I mean, they're kind of haunting in a way, you know, they're definitely. Uh, Especially that first one, which has got a very different image color. Yeah. The one that's sure. Chocolatey, chocolatey brown, the one at the top. Yeah. 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 Yeah, mm. I, you know, ge- generally speaking, I will just leave them to let the sort of humours do their thing with the paper. But sometimes, uh, you know, depending on what I'm working with, I'll add different things just to bring out a bit of tone. You and know, are you, so... were you using that? Were you trying to make that print in in a studio with a UV light, or you got it outside in your garden? Or oh my God, no, no, <laughs> it's uh, it's in my garden. And uh, at, at certainly um, this this one lasted a bit longer because it was the time of year. Uh, it's like, you know, the deer one that was high summer Ooh. and that actually Ooh. that didn't last very long. And um, my neighbours were uh, they're, they're quite accommodating. Um, but but the smell sort of hits you. 
probably from a few doors away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you say, I'm just reading something, that says, I had mulled over the idea of using fish. Well, you really don't want to do that, do you? <laughs> That's going to really fish. proper I have, stink. I had, uh, I had a whole tuna at one point. Uh, I went tuna. up to our... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> not cannot, but uh, I I, um, I went up to our local uh, fishmongers. And, Any rotten uh, fish? Yeah, basically <laughs> anything you don't want. And uh, he presented me with this. Uh, this I don't know. It must have been about four foot long. Holding um, mackerel? Yeah. No tuna. <laughs> yeah, right. I have, I've done mackerel. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- those those really do honk after a while. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh my god. So, so do, what, do you have what, many fam- family gatherings in in your garden? <laughs> yeah. Any barbecues? Um, <laughs> yeah, we do actually. But uh. little do they know, a lot of this stuff is buried under their feet. Uh. So they uh, they reach a point where, uh, yeah, you've got to just sort of um, dispose sensibly, and yeah. uh, they're they're sort of two foot down. So then you have a a a real pet cemetery in your backyard <laughs> that's what i was thinking yeah yeah thanks yeah that's awesome you've done awesome. some awesome awesome so yeah w- w- one other one I'd, that caught my eye was light spills and paper parts ah uh, yes hmm. you were busy yeah, around that's... 2015 and 16 weren't you carbon yeah. copy press hmm. yeah absolutely um that that's uh, actually a lovely little book. Uh, I think it's probably all sold out by now. Um, but that that was a, a nice project. So we were given half a sheet of ten by eight, and we didn't know um, where the other sheet had gone. You know which which other artist had gone to, and what they were uh, going yeah, to do. All right. I've clicked on the link now. I can see exactly. Keep talking because I can see exactly what. You're yeah. Talking about. So yeah. eventually. Um, yeah, we produced the piece of work, sent it back, and uh, they put everything together, um, matched up the sheets of paper again, um, and produced the book. And wow. uh, yeah, yeah, uh, re- really, really interesting project that one. So yes. that's that was actually um, I was working on a fishy theme at the time. I think that was a that was a king prawn. <laughs> <laughs> it was a what? have a king prawn it was really big so yeah. that that was sort of the, the paper was what um five five by uh five by eight or something so yeah well yeah. i don't know whether it's still available there was certainly it says here first edition of 50 44 pages 25 pounds plus pmp wow yeah but well, you, first, you first edition they may they may produce absolutely. more Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But you've had some other books. I saw some uh, I've added them to my my virtual wish list. You'll be mm-hmm. pleased to know just to keep you in uh, keep you in tea and coffee, Earl Grey. <laughs> you've uh, on on you have some lovely looking blurb books from what I can see, uh, Pinhole and Plastic, which sounds great. Yeah. What Wide Open and Glorious Venice. Was Glorious Ven I see I it may have been you. I was chatting to somebody online about uh, some pinhole images I made in Venice 10 years ago, probably with my zero and I've never done anything with them. And I must, now I've got a bit more um, of enthusiasm for pinhole work. I think I might revisit them, but Venice is just an awesome place, isn't it? And Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can't really take a bad picture there. No. Every corner you turn. 
I yeah. took an awful lot of film with me then. Yeah, was, so is that your, your book, your book, Glorious Venice? Is that was was that toy cameras or conventional cameras? That, no, that that was mostly Holger actually. Okay, yes. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that that was that was fantastic. The colours and uh, I, yeah. As I say, I took a lot of film. Um, I a lot of uh, expired film, and cr- I, I did an awful lot of cross processing as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's why you've, you know, I, I seem to associate Venice with uh, green seas and skies and really bizarre uh, color shifts. Which film were you using for that? Um, uh, many, many. Right. Um, I did use an awful lot of Agfa RSX too. So that's, you know, the I, I have one roll of that left, and I'm just sort of, I don't know why I'm saving it. It'll probably be ruined by now but uh yeah you know an agfa um velvia right yeah just just a a lot there was an older there was an older stock of velvia that i was using for cross-processing not the stuff that you can buy now but an older one in it Mm. it didn't have quite the mad green shifts that you tend to get now or i find i get green a lot of the velvet the modern velvia stuff i think goes a bit green when it's cross-processed but I was using an older one. Um, I want to say it's something like RPV 50 or something, but it was an older one, certainly maybe 10 years expired, five or 10 years expired. And yeah. beautiful. I mean, I was just cross-processing because, hey, you know, it's a fun thing to do. And uh, some lovely colours, but I'm not sure what to use. Now, I've got I've got some nearly 30-year-old ectochrome 200 in the fridge. Wow. And I, di- I did expose <laughs> some of that in Atlanta a couple of years ago, Georgia. And that was just insane. I mean, I think I actually I, get, I compensated far too much for its age and I could have got away with less exposure. But the kind of weird colours I got out of that, and I've still got four rolls of that, but the, it's just knowing when and where to use this stuff. And Venice would be great, I think. Yeah, or a- anywhere like that, actually. You know, yeah. if... if um... Croatia or you know yeah. just just somewhere you you need good bright skies I think I think so yeah so they, they, they look great it's a pinhole and lumen and that's another interesting looking book on your blurb site the, presumably what, pin, all pinhole pictures and lumen pictures I guess isn't it uh pinhole and plastic oh sorry pinhole and plastic do apologize yeah, a lumen yeah. one I haven't done yet, but I probably should. No, sorry, I, that was another note I'd made. Pinhole and plastic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pinhole and plastic. That was yeah, literally just uh, toy cameras, old Dianas, uh, mm-hmm. Holgers. Um, Do you use the pinhole got... on the Diana? I've, I've got a Diana, but I've never used Ooh, the pinhole bit. I did, but not not a not a great deal. Doesn't the, it? It uh, comes with Diana a pinhole, F. doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 on the standard lens, you just flip yeah. it over. Yeah, I like to play with it really. Yeah, I maybe stick I was... some paper. I maybe stick some paper in that. That sounds like a fun thing to do. Some of that direct deposit, direct direct deposit paper. Direct yeah, deposit. Yeah, try that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just put some small six by six bits in. Yeah. You know, and yeah. There you go. Yeah, that would be fun to try, actually. Not something I've done with that one. The, the direct. I've still got. I've still got my converted Polaroid camera sitting here, which I've converted to take five by four film. And uh, I'll be playing with as the summer kicks in. I'll be playing with that with some paper. Probably got. I get myself a box of that direct positive paper to play with. I've never really played. The Harmon's lovely. Yeah. I did have some. Oh, what was it called? Imago or oh, I yeah. Can't remember that. Yeah. yeah. Is really? that the one that was a, there was a 
Is that the one where there was a Kickstarter for it? Is that the one, or is that something different? There was a oh, one. Oh, I don't know. No, I, I think the one with the Kickstarter came with its own specialist chemicals, which was a bit of a drawback. Mm, no. Yeah. Mm. No, it's not yeah. the Amar- the ARS Imago. They're the the people behind the lab box. The lab box. I don't remember that. The lab box. Um, the lab box. Yeah, I think if it's the same people. Yeah, I've totally missed the lab box. Me too. Thing. <laughs> It'll be here soon, after two years of waiting. The only thing wow. I've backed recently is uh, uh, the, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, the, the scan and the plastic. Oh, oh uh, the, the, the pixelator. Uh, the pixelator, yeah. Yeah, I did too, and I was like, oh, why? <laughs> oh, you'll get it. No, <laughs> we're seeing, uh, if you listen to the podcast, um, oh, I've forgotten his name, uh, a guy. Oh, Can't goodness me, Simon! No, 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 no. <laughs> no um, he's he does the podcast with Emulsive, doesn't he? Um, with M. Oh, oh, I know you're talking about the. No, I've, my mind's gone. Anyway, him. Hamish, <laughs> I do apologize. Hamish Gill. Yeah. <laughs> Hamish is at the photography show next week, but he's also been on um, loads of podcasts giving updates, and he's he's working. It's costing him, I think, about five or ten grand of his own money in the end, yeah. Because it's uh, he's pretty much there now. I think he's got involvement mm-hmm. by Patterson Photographic for printing mm-hmm. for for making the plastic molds. Yeah, that's what and I think he's going to he's going to have a great product there and, it, and it's on its way and he's he's certainly not doing it to make money let's say that oh no that um, means. so it's um you, you're going to have that soon and i think that's going to be great the last yeah. thing i the last thing i backed was photo classic international magazine which is just and we're just waiting for the second one to come now you didn't back the jolly look no, no. <laughs> oh, they're selling now that one well, that's actually on sale now. I was in the photographer's gallery Listen. last week, and you can buy one in there. And yet, a lot of the backers actually haven't got theirs yet. Nice. Now, that's because the guys who were making it, I think it's one guy, he was, again, like many Kickstarters, he was suddenly swamped with massive demand. And I think one of his suppliers screwed him over, and mm. it's and he's he's been out of pocket by such a lot of money that he's had to make I think he's now finally got a new supplier of some of the parts and in order to just keep the project going and eventually fund you know give the kickstarters what they what they were backing he's put some in the stores but of course that'll create a bit of grief from people who are still waiting for their for for their for, for their product for their camera yeah. and they haven't had it and yet it's on sale and when you listen to him explain it and I have heard him it, it sounds very reasonable but because he's 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 ended up with a the circumstance he's found him, himself in is very unfortunate and not and not necessarily of his own making, mm. but it is a bit odd to go and see them on sale when you know that Kickstarter people are still waiting for them. Bummer. Yeah, jolly look. Yeah, you can see one. They've got one made, constructed, and sitting in the jolly, shelf. jolly look. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. all right. <clears throat> Ah, well, so what's the lab? The lab box. I don't know. The lab box is a uh, something I back like to a the day lab. It is, yeah. It's based on an old product that used to exist decades ago. That was a sixties day lab, wasn't it? Is that? Uh, yeah. I, well, this if you if you if you you'll have to Google it, but basically you yeah. 
you're loading your film in or something yeah crank your film in and then you pour your developer in and it's all done in the daylight and i think i backed the 120 and 35 Mm. mil version and i i'm going to use it when i go camping with uh, caffeinol (laughs) when you go camping uh, you can't yeah. wait till you get home. You have to develop it right then, aren't you, out in the nature? Yeah, well, I've got to justify buying <laughs> this thing, you know, because <laughs> I don't really need it. You know, I backed it in a in a fit of enthusiasm. Well, that's, that's uh, why I backed the Intrepid Enlarger, because I, yeah. I, do, I do workshops uh, when I'm out and about, you're sort of camping, and I thought that's going to be ideal. Have you got that then, no? Not yet, no. Is it, I didn't know where that was in the sort of process. No. Was, was, that, a, was that actually a Kickstarter? Was it a Kickstarter? Yeah, 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 yeah I think so. it was. Yeah. Yep. But you have? Do you have the Intrepid camera? Yes, I've got both. So I have the, you, I, what the eight ten and the eight ten and the four by five? I got I got the four by five when that yeah that was the Kickstarter right? that came out and then so you got yeah, the original just, version one. I've which, yeah. I had that yeah. as well. Yeah. I think the yeah, version so. three, pretty much the version three now, and it, as we speak, they're making some more updates to it, but it won't be sort of a version four. I think mm. it's, it's come a long way, you know. When I had mine, there was there was a few issues really with knobs keep falling yeah. on the ground and. You know. But you can't get you can only get so far with that design before. I mean, yeah, do with it, you know. Becomes something else then, doesn't it? I think yeah. I think they've got the, with the, the iteration of the of the four by five that they have now, it's pretty well designed, I think. And the eight by ten, I've seen a few people use the eight by ten out in the field on YouTube videos. Yeah, and uh, good reviews. You know, good reviews. Yeah, I I need to. I, I I've made a pinhole lens for that one, and I've been yeah. using it that way. Uh, yeah. I have. I've got to find. Uh, I've been given a lens that's um, <laughs> is actually heavier than the camera. So um, <laughs> you have to prop it up with a stick or something underneath. <laughs> I'm gonna have, to have a bag of sand on the back, so it sort of defeats the point. Um, <laughs> of carrying a lightweight. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. have you have you determined? So we had this discussion on Friday when we were recording the the, the large format photography podcast there about about image circle. <laughs> well, look, we've been recording for sixty five minutes and I haven't. It's my, what's it? Circle of confusion. No, the image. <laughs> you've got to make sure the lens pro- projects a big enough circle, haven't you, to get yeah, to the right, film yeah. format. Sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway, that's to another be honest, podcast. To be honest, I don't care. Um, no. I'm quite happy to have. Um, a, a round a image, yeah. yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah. actually. We, we were getting a little bit obsessed with making sure you had proper coverage, but actually, does it really matter? No, no. no. Yeah. I think as long as there's some sort of image on there, then that's okay. And then you're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm easily pleased. Yeah, Andrew's not. He's a, he's a tough cookie. This guy. <laughs> All right. I'm very, I'm very easily pleased. I'm a. Uh, I can, uh, I can tell by my empty glass of Earl Grey that it's been an hour. So. Yep. Yeah. Well, time. Time flies. It does. Told you. Time flies by when you're a driver of a train and you can ride on the <laughs> footplate there and back again, under bridges over bridges to your destination. And Andrew's singing. So we are of an age. <laughs> Kai knows what we're. Kai's on my I wavelength. Do. She knows. She knows exactly what I'm talking, uh, singing about. Brian. Oh Brian. Cat. Brian Kant. Brian was Kent, the, was the narrator. Him of Play School and various other things. Mm-hmm. But he was your chiggly man. 
What? <laughs> I think he did. Did he do Camberwick Green and um, the others and, and those as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Windy Miller, Windy Miller. Was that Ivor the engine? No, that wasn't. That wasn't. No, Brian I know. Kent. I know that wasn't. But uh, yeah, he was, that, that's that, another one, isn't it? That's a great Welsh accent you did there. Ivor <laughs> the engine. There, there he is. Look, <laughs> die the steep. He was driven by die, die the steam. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. Poor Corrie. I have no idea. No, no cultural references. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We better stop. Yeah. Better stop. But next week is the one year mark, 52. That's uh, that's our Fantastic. show. Mark's coming on. He, uh, Mark, Kai, Mark was originally started the show with me. Um, how many, how many did we do, Andrew? I don't know. Maybe, maybe 10, eight. Something like that. With, six with with Mark. Yeah, six shows with Mark. I think I think I came on in show seven, six, seven, some yeah, seven maybe. Yeah, that's pretty early. As a guest before yeah. you press ganged me into being yeah. a co-host. Hmm. But he thought he came on as a guest, but he I was already introducing him as a co-host. <laughs> well, I was really unsure for ages as to whether I was just a guest or he was lining <laughs> lining me up to co-host. <laughs> But Mark's going to come and hang out with us. Uh, he is. See what he's been up to. Um, I don't know. We're going to talk I'm about very... doing something fun for a, a year. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we'll see. So. I'm very mm-hmm. keen to have a good chat with Mark and find out. I don't know. I, I did listen to those early shows, but did you guys really go into much detail about your own backgrounds and stuff like that, you know, like we do with normal guests? Um, A little bit. Not a lot. Well, kind it's of... a year. It's a maybe, year maybe, on anyway. So yeah, we, maybe we can you need do that. to review that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, do I, think I might go back and listen to see what you you guys said about yourselves back then. Yeah. Okay. Back in the dark ages. Back in the dark ages. All right, well, Kai, Thanks for coming. Uh, if you want to let everybody know where they can find you at, uh, take a second and do that. Um, oh, <laughs> multiple places, I suppose. My my website, my uh, very heavy slow website is uh, kylewis.co.uk um, I'm on Instagram as kylewis1 uh, Flickr is kaicamlewis don't ask why um, I've even got an old blogger which was camera days uh, dot blog spot blog, <laughs> blog, blog spot <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know I'm on Twitter um, I suppose if you Google, I'll come There's up. Some other, there are some other Kai Lewis's out there. Um, well, yes, music, I'm, not, I'm not Kentucky. Music. There is, There's yes. a Kentucky musician, is that? <laughs> wow. Or, or just Kentucky itself. Or just Kentucky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the musician. I must say I've not Googled for a long time, so I don't know where I will appear. But, uh, yeah, yeah there's, there's stuff out there. Well, I'll put yep. um, I'll put your website link and um, Instagram definitely in the show notes. So, thank you. If anybody wants to find that, they can they can find you from that way also. So. Why don't you Why don't you copy and paste those into the Lensless Podcast Facebook I, group? Corey? I did. Yeah, I did yeah, that I last time. That. Did you well, do that last time? I did it okay. last time, and all it, all, right. all it did was just put up the show the show link. It didn't like you know. Ah. it didn't itemize the well, actual okay. links and stuff. What? Yeah, it depends how much effort you want to go to, I guess. I, what I did for, for that other show that I won't speak about 
was typed it up as a Word document and then uh, with the links in and then just copied it and pasted it into the as a post yeah. and that seemed to work. Okay, yeah, I might try that. Do that. Cool. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. So it's been fun. Folks, you can follow us, as you know, at The Lensless on Twitter and The Lensless Podcast Facebook group, mm-hmm. which is very uh, uh, fun and funky. Growing by leaps and bounds. <laughs> Growing by leaps and bounds. And you can look at stuff that Cory does at Pinhole Cannon. Yep. Sometimes um, on uh, the Facebook group. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. When you're I, I, think I, I think I was aware of your work with many years ago actually both years or probably via Flickr yeah. yeah I'm still a great Flickr fan I've well I've rene- just come back to it so, yeah I've just know, I've so. just stuck my hand in my pocket and paid them some money so I could keep my stuff up there oh you yeah. did huh I did in the yeah, end yeah uh, after getting all sniffy about it to start with as the deadline got closer I melted <laughs> right <laughs> But it was pain. working out what to delete in time. Yeah, and it was quite a lot on mine. Yeah. Right. And it is a great place to store your stuff and go back and remind and Reminisce. share work from. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's a good place. I'll stop All talking. Right. So we'll see everybody next week. Uh, For our birthday we'll show. One year old and we'll have Mark. Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. All right. Thanks, yeah. Kai. Thank you. Hope everybody thanks has a, a great week and we'll talk to you yeah, soon. Yeah, you too. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Yeah. Ours oh, don't I'm... do that. That's next week, isn't it? No, it's now. No, ours went back. Ours don't go back, Kai, till March, April time now. Oh, oh well, we're not already in April, March, aren't we? Yeah, they must yeah. go back. It is yeah. March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they must go back soon. They fall back for spring. Um, no, they go forward for spring. That's yeah. It. They spring forward. They spring, spring forward, forward and you fall back. Forward. And you fall back. So what, it's 10.30 where you guys are now, huh? No. <laughs> no, I mean, it's... it's uh, 3.30. 3.30. Nearly. Uh, Nearly. That's weird because it's already 11.30 here. Oh, no wonder I'm confused. I was that's, just... I was, that, I'm sorry.